welcome to the Billing Hilltop Podcast. I'm here with Paul. Hello, Paul. Hello. Uh, Lucas is here, by the way, preparing questions Hello. for our next session. We are here at Billowing Hilltop uh, um, Central. Say it with confidence. <laughs> Billowing Hilltop Central. And we're going through some admin, and we're here to do an intro to episode 18. I've already yep. forgotten the name of it. And we're here to say thank you to our three readers, one of whom we think is international. Yeah, the Swedish uh, person the, the, who's, the who's Swedish subscribed person. by mistake. Yeah, They've joined by mistake. They were looking for a gardening podcast, I think. Yeah, very likely. And also thanks, everybody, for their feedback. We really enjoyed doing that poll the twitter poll yeah that was a success we think and um the results of that will be in the show later on and a special thanks to uh friend of the show the friend of the show uh luke from the DD show podcast who has got many things to say about lucas's character build choices yes uh which we'll be picking up uh at a later stage i agree with them all though well <laughs> the one about the quarter staff was quite interesting because i didn't well, realize okay. that you could use two uh, perhaps we should have a discussion about this actually in the game Yes, let's have a discussion about this in the game. Um, it just remains for me to encourage you, to implore you, to Please. subscribe and to review us on iTunes. And of course, I got a heal. What? <laughs> no, we've stopped now. We've, what? we've moved on. We've yeah, moved on. I thought the produce flame was quite. Good. If you come into the offices, you've. But I, I mean, say I had sorry, to give everybody. Up on the fifth level extra attack. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Anyway, so sorry. Yes, so we implore you to subscribe and to rate and review in your podcast app of choice. Be that uh, beyond pod. <laughs> Who? Yeah, Beyond Pod, yes, Lucas, or uh, on Apple Podcasts or on Stitcher or whatever it is. And it just remains for me to say, sit back and enjoy episode 18. Paul, what was it called again? You, Me and the Devil Makes Three. Ah, yes. Where we left things, you had just finished a combat in the temple of Ban Shivu, kind of temple gladiatorial arena weird setup thing. And you'd had a bit of a kind of um, snootle about in all the sort of, um, in all the ancillary chambers. I don't know if is ancillary the right word? Peripheral. You had anyway the 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 little the little network of chambers that, uh, with the priests' accommodation and the little chapel and everything. You'd been through it and had a bit of a dig about, and you'd found some stuff which we ought to um, refresh our memories about. Um, and you'd taken a long rest. Uh, people need to apply that long rest. To make sure you're healed up and you've got your spells back. And you went up a level. Uh, yes, what indeed. order do you want to go? through stuff in do you want to do levels first why not okay the levels the levels in it the levels. the levels you're all fourth level fourth level is not the most interesting level it's not you know but you, you do get a bump don't you get a stat bump though or or a feat at four you get ability enhancement mm. yeah you get ability enhancement or a feat if you choose to select one instead yeah yeah um well let's start with i'm looking at the initiative tracker and the person whose round it would have been had the fight not started, uh, stopped, was um, Burple. So Burple, mm -hmm. what have you done? I I actually had a problem with Burple. I I made some bad choices. So I mostly it's kind of personal um, choices. Yeah. So wrong spells. So so basically I'd chosen um, what was it? Uh, enhance ability, I think it is, which is a second level spell where you can. It's the old cat's grace. Um, strength all those kind of things so you can buff 
buff one ability. It's, right. It, but it's a concentration spell. And I also use heroism, which is a first level concentration spell. So I, I was basically never using it. So I swapped. First yep. thing I did was I swapped that out because I could yep. replace one spell. Yeah. And I took see uh, invisibility. And Useful. then I've get a sec I get a new spell and I took invisibility. So that's kind of sorted out my second level oh, spell a bit more. Yeah. Tell me about sea invisibility. Is sea invisibility literally the ability to see? <laughs> oh dear, I've set a trap for myself here, haven't I? <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, can you see through things like mist and stuff, or is it just people that have? That, right, okay, I'm reading the spell. Okay, you see invisible yeah. creatures and objects as if they're exactly. invisible, yeah. and you can see into the ethereal plane. Yes. Gracious. Okay. Yes. Cool. And so they that's appear, what you've got. They they appear ghostly and yeah yeah yeah. Uh, yeah yeah. So I took those two spells, um, and then for I, I thought of taking lucky because Graham takes it and uses it to great effect. Well, the feet. Yes. Um, so Graham, you've taken you, but Graham's taken lucky in another one of our games. Yes. Yeah. And he's used it to, to great effect. But but yeah. in my case, I had a problem with armor class. So I needed to do something about that. So I took a point of dexterity. Yes. And then because the extra point would give me the extra plus, I took a point of strength as well. So the point of dexterity has tipped you over to an even number and an extra level of bonus. Correct. And yeah. same the same with yeah. strength. So got I've it. got I've got basically my armor class is up to fourteen. It's still not great, but it's better. Uh, and my my to hit and damage have gone up by one. So that's actually pretty... So you're feeling a bit better about yourself? Well, yes. Uh, I still don't think 14 armor class is enough. Uh, I'm still going to have to be very careful. 14 have is enough. not good. You, there's no way you could swiggle your spells around to get... Uh, are you wearing armor? Yeah, I'm wearing leather armor. Uh, are you allowed... As bards, what do bards have proficiency in? What, light and medium or just light? I think it's light... Uh, I've, actually, I've got studded leather, which gives me plus two. Um, I can't remember actually what Bart's. What Bart's so thinking about? Fourteen is there. yeah, fourteen is light, definitely light. Okay, yeah. well, we'll worry about that later. Uh, what about uh, Johnny? What about Grumbold? What's he done? Right, so I've taken another level of sorcerer because, as you know, I don't like multiclassing. Uh, I was going to pick Shatter, but then they have a spell in Hero Lab called Shadow Blade, which comes from Xanathar's Guide to Everything which I don't have a copy of, but uh, <laughs> it looked quite a good spell, actually. Right, um, yes. It's probably a little bit too powerful, I think, for the level, but I'm going to pick it. So yeah. basically, you create the Shadow Sword in your hand. It does 2d8 psychic damage. Uh, you can throw it at people. Um, What's the range, then, as a th just standard thrown weapon it's range? Not, mm, not very good. It's about 20, 20 foot, and then you have, uh, I think, you know, increments or whatever uh, but if it's dim light or darkness it, you attack with advantage mm -hmm. and if you've thrown it it dissipates at the end of the turn and then you can use a bonus action to make it reappear in your hand you in dim light or darkness but you don't have dark vision I, <laughs> no small problem dim light Mm -hmm. Okay, work. well, we'll see how that works out. Uh, and anything else? And then I, I increase my charisma because that will uh, help with my spells, DCs right. and stuff. And so I'm now 18 charisma, so I might be a grubby little hobbit, but I'm the best-looking hobbit around. 
rubbish. Well, <laughs> that's, that's charisma. Yeah, well, also you're 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 you're. It's not 1978 anymore, uh, Johnny. Charisma is not like comeliness. Well, charisma is your is your person. You you you're you're you're, you're personally mag magnetic. Okay, so uh, everybody should be following me around and doing what what they're told. Okay. <laughs> Basically, if you're and saying I'm not good looking, no. then that's the that's the thing, you know. And there we will. Maybe you're so ugly, you hold a sort of strange fascination. Mm. <laughs> that's possible. <laughs> Whatever we've hit the we've hit the gap between the, the rules and reality. Um, why, don't you, why don't you try telling me something to do something and see if, see how that works? Yeah, charisma's always been a problematic stat in that. You know. How do you, anyway, whatever. Um, what about uh, Cuthbert? Ouch, Splinter. Cuthbert. Um, oh, you had a choice because you got your your split, aren't you? Multi-class. Yeah, I took a level in uh, rogue. Yes. So I'm now second second fighter rogue. Um, so You're a not... rogue. Yeah. yeah. Somehow he's managed to probe. sleep that past us. <laughs> Thanks for shouting. Where the probe Yeah, rogues and probes. Did anyone explain that to you when you uh, when you took the extra level? <laughs> What's that <laughs> about the probing? The probing. Yeah. <laughs> You could move up, make an attack, and then do the disengage action. Yes. And avoid an attack opportunity. Lucas, are you ready to talk about Parker, or have you not made your decision yet? Yes. Well, as you said, normally fourth level isn't very interesting, but of course, no. because I took a level of Druid, uh -huh. therefore third level Monk is interesting. Right. So I've decided to go for third level Monk. Yeah. Because you get deflect missiles, which is quite nice. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fire things at you. And you get to choose um, a monastic tradition. And yes. uh, what basically, tradition? way of the four elements. Although I have to say, unfortunately, I'm having a little problem with Hero Lab. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't okay. seem to have it, but there is some online discussion, and uh, I'm sure I'll work it out. Right. Um, but that is really cool because you can basically use key points to do all sorts of very nice things. Right. Fist of unbroken air doing 3d10 bludgeoning damage for two key points. Quite nice. Um, yeah, you get... Uh, and, okay, yeah. Um, and as I said, you get your deflect missiles, which is quite useful. And um, well, you picked disciplines get... correctly. Yes, correctly, you right. picked not correctly. You picked correct. disciplines, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yes, well yes, you picked the correct disciplines. Which one did you? What have you picked? You get elemental attunement, uh, and then do you pick something else or what? Or you? How does it work? Uh, no, the elemental disciplines. Um, so what I'm not quite sure about. According to this, you don't actually have to choose them in advance. No, no, you pick you them as you go up levels. Yeah. Basically, you pick. There, there, there is a there are a set of elemental uh, elemental disciplines, yeah. and you pick them. Some of them have got a level uh, prerequisite. Uh, some of them you can pick straight away. I think Fist of Unbroken Air, for example, you can pick straight away. You spend two key points, and you choose a creature within thirty feet of you, and that creature must make a strength saving throw. What I don't really understand about the disciplines is whether or not you pick one. When you choose this tradition at third level, you learn magical disciplines that harness the power of the four elements. A discipline requires you to spend key points each time you use it. You know yep. the elemental attunement discipline and one other elemental discipline of your choice. Yeah, okay. Detailed. So I basically, I completed what did you pick? two. Uh, I haven't picked that yet because I was working out how to get that into Hero Lab. I wonder whether or not you're going to pick one that's incredibly appropriate just at the moment that it um okay well we'll worry about that in a bit 
Uh, anything else? No. Everybody taking average hit points. Yeah. Uh, so finally, what about uh, sessions? Sessions. Okay. Uh, well, sessions took another level of cleric because mm-hmm. that seemed logical. Gives him access to another second level spell slot. Right. And another cantrip. So much like uh, Johnny, I delved into Sanfar's guide. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. To everything and found yeah. Word of Radiance as a cantrip, which sounds oh. rather cool. I'll be calling this um, Sound of the Dice. Yes, I like it. Um, that uh, that causes radiant damage to all creatures I nominate within thirty feet. They have a saving throw within thirty feet of you. Yes. Okay, so it's like an, an aura from you. You don't pick a spot, a point at range, and do it right. Okay. Okay. Cool. That sounds pretty good. Um, is that it? Uh. Uh, and then I took a feat rather than. Um, oh, what did you take? Stem. Well, I t- <laughs> I took the one that Dan's beautifully trailered, and seemed the most appropriate. I took Lucky. Okay, why don't you uh, remind me about Lucky? Uh, Lucky is a um, a thrice um, long resty uh, feat. So you can do it three times between long rests, and you basically get the choice to um, either re-roll. Yes. Or roll again for an opponent on an attack roll made against you. It's only attack rolls. No, it's uh, for me. I can re-roll attack rolls, um, saving throws, saving throws. It's basically it when I roll a d20. Yes, it's really annoying. Saving throws, Uh, ability checks, attack rolls. Got it. But uh, you can't like, you can't know the result. You have to declare that you're going to use it before you know the result. Yeah. So oh okay. So I roll. Mm, okay, so I've no. got to be careful. It's the DM's bane. So, so, it's, um, so in terms no, of it's my... more about announcing things that you've done, I think. Yeah, but so for you, you make a roll to hit, and you roll a number. You look at it. I've got to be careful not to tell you whether or not you succeeded before you decide Correct. whether or not to spend one use of your lucky feet. Yes. Yep. Yes. When it comes to me hitting uh, hitting Graham. Yeah. If a creature yeah. hits, if a creature uh, fires a an arrow at sessions. What? How does that work? I roll, and if I tell you that I've hit, you tell me I. What? Well, how does that work? You roll the. What it should have. What should happen is you roll the dice. He sees the number on the dice and makes the decision. Then, it's kind of difficult to do. Fine. No, no. We yeah. can. Well, we'll, 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 we'll try. Without Keep necessarily the knowing the bonus, you because effectively you'll replace. You're able to replace the. D20 you roll, roll. the D20 that I, I understand. Roll. Well, keep if keep me worse. honest. Yes, keep me honest. When the, yeah. when the time when the time comes, and then I'm, I tend to roll the dice, tell you the number, and then do the thing. So yeah, we had this in the other game. So I'm kind of breaking the fourth wall here, but yeah, the light property on a weapon, right? Hand crossbow specifically. Yes. So two weapon fighting. Yes. Basically says that if you have a light yeah. melee weapon. Yeah. It doesn't say anything about a light main range weapon. That's right, it doesn't, because you can't use it. And the reason I know is because there is the sharpshooter feat, um, which I picked for the uh, in another game. Yeah. Um, and the way that it works is that sharpshooter specifically calls out that feat as allowing you to use a uh, range weapon as your offhand weapon. Right, so I would need to take the sharpshooter feet in order to be able to do the two attack thing with a light crossbow and a hand crossbow and a sword. Do you know what? I'm talking complete rubbish. Not been the uh, first sharpshooter feet doesn't do that. Sharpshooter feet is absolutely brilliant, but it doesn't do that. So it might actually be something that's called out in the assassin uh, path as a rogue. 
Uh, should we have a quick look? Can we so make sure it's... I'll just, I'll just read you through it. So, light. A light weapon is small and easy to handle, making it ideal for use yeah, yeah, when yeah. fighting with two weapons. See rules for two-weapon fighting in Chapter 9. Two-weapon yeah. fighting. When you take the attack action and attack with a light melee weapon that you're holding in one hand, you can use a bonus action to attack with a Come different on, light melee again. weapon. Yeah. So, what's the yeah. point of the light property in the case of a hand crossbow? It doesn't do anything. Um, another, there another. is something, and I can't remember yeah, where it is. Okay. Okay, well, look, oh, we'll have to have a bit of a dig about. Um, oh, I will have a dig about, yes. I, have I found something when I was building Nico's Rogue for the uh, Princes of the Apocalypse game. Yep. Mm. Which specifically called out as a choice because he was an assassin and he particular, I think, a particular kind of feat, particular feat, I'm not exactly sure which, okay. that he was allowed to use the light crossbow as his offhand weapon. Okay. Uh, okay, let's move on. Okay, let's move on. So you take a long rest, you level up. Uh, you, I presume you're hunkered down in one of these kind of side chambers off the main temple room. Yep, that's yep. right. Um, and you get a little bit of time to study the things that you found when you were, let's, um, let's be honest about this, when you were ransacking the, yeah. <laughs> the chambers. Um, you found some treasure. Uh, I'm very hesitant to mention, <laughs> mention this because... Uh, yes. I'm very hesitant to mention this because um, it might be a bit of a time sink. Well, where on, is a perk top? So. On Theldrek. <laughs> <laughs> we have there wasn't. There wasn't. We're not talking about an awful lot. No, I'm interested. On Theldrek, plus one ring of protection. There was a plus, plus one ring of protection. A plus, plus one. one eight. Eight. Scroll of dispel magic, heavy crossbow, glaive, statue gem worth 800 gold pieces, a locked chest, yeah. blank scrolls, uh, non-magical journal. Yes. Key with the symbol of the Grey Woodman. Key with the symbol of the Grey Woodsman, yep. And the mirror. Well, so the mirror was on the altar in the chapel, yeah. and Parker saw a vision in that mirror. It still retains a faint divination aura, but you've got the sense that, I don't know, is it somehow keyed into Parker, or is it a... Certainly other people looked at that mirror and didn't see anything. And as soon as Parker saw it, uh, or looked into it, he saw a vision. Um, do you remember the vision? Yes. Good. Vision of a shaft with water and a barrel bobbing. That's right. The water receded away from you as if you were looking down a, a well or a shaft of water. And you saw a barrel surface and start rolling around on the surface of the water when it got to away to a, when it got to a certain point away from you. Um, the key, uh, well, you don't know. The scrolls have an unspecified, an un. Uh, an unidentifiable magic aura on them, but magic they are. And then you've got the book, which is Theldrek's journal, which we could probably, which you get a chance to read while you're resting up. Would you like to hear stuff from Theldrek's journal? Yes. Yes. There are a couple of entries. I'm not going to put on in a silly voice. I'm just going to use my own silly voice. Um, the first one is dated the third day of Spin Betwixt Years. Spin Betwixt Years is the little five-day festival that sits between Dismember and Danuary. Uh, it says the third day of Spin Betwixt Years. Praise be to the Queen Marshal. It says the faceless one grows increasingly concerned. That adult beast Gralak Kerr has yet to provide new insights into the overgod's nature. The crude missives he sends speak of the worms, of a slumbering power that must be awoken, but nothing more. I wish he would go back to the Underforest that spawned him, if he has nothing more to offer. 
The faceless one tells me this ties into an ancient figure, a being of great power. Of course, he tells me little else. He enjoys keeping his secrets, but he forgets that they flourish only behind the protection of Ban Shivu. His latest taunt is a scroll he tells me contains all the answers I seek. Of course, the fool wrote it in a cipher. Were it not for the dictates of the Ebon Triad, I would lead my troops into their damnable lair and kill every last wizard within it. Gralak is the key. Thank the Scourge that he trusts me and not the Faceless One. Otherwise, I doubt the Faceless One would bother imparting anything to us. We cannot trust these mages. When the Overgod arises, I think it will be time to settle some old scores. Uh, the second entry is dated Weekday the 4th of Fumbulary. So quite recently, it's now uh, Thump Day the 11th of Fumbulary. She makes the note. The Horde will howl and our Queen will lead us. Gralak Kerr has finally yielded a useful clue. I personally delivered it to the faceless one who giggled like a blood-addled berserker when he saw the message. Gralak spoke of the worms again, of course. He says that even now they stir and writhe. The world is like an apple infested with them. All seems well for now, but soon they burst through the skin and swarm across the land. Still, part of this vision troubles me. Gralak spoke of a great power behind them, but the Ebon Triad teaches that these worms will awaken the Overgod. Is there some other power at hand here that we cannot see, and is it friend or foe? The Faceless One knows more, but he, of course, has little to say. Perhaps Gralak has invented everything. His monstrous kin are few in number and battered after their pilgrimage through the dark. If he is an imposter or trickster, we may need to root him out of this place. In that case, our agents should make another supply run. Six coils of rope and perhaps bows and more arrows should do the trick. With the petitioners leading the way, we can uncover any ambushes they have within the cliffs. And that was the second one. Well, yeah, there's some possibilities right. there. Does we mean... be taking this back to Hesty Testapod? Oh yes, almost yeah. certainly. And this that, that that could well be the scroll that we're that we're holding. Holding. Yes. Yes. So it, it looks like she's referring to that scroll. Um, it, she refers to this uh, figure called the Faceless One. Yes. And these wizards. Uh, the faceless one seems to be further down because they need more rope. Well, no. Well, maybe I. We could uh, be. It more. Down. It seems yes. Maybe. The thing is, it's well. What she says is perhaps Granak has invented everything. His monstrous kin in few. His monstrous kin are few in number and battered after their pilgrimage to the dark. We may need to root him out of this place. In that case, our agents must make, our agents must make another supply run. So, he, she's talking about Granak there. Looks like she's talking about two distinct figures. One is the faceless one, and then one is this character called Gralak Kerr, who seems to be, you might infer from the way that she describes uh, uh, him, it, her, and their actions, uh, some kind of seer or some kind of prophet. Yes. And then you've got a character called the faceless one who seems to be being past all of this information. Mm. Can I make some kind of knowledge check to see whether any of this makes sense to me from anything that I'd heard from the monastery? You most certainly can. Anybody could make uh, uh, just a straight intelligence check, or a history check, or an arcana check, or a religion check. So any of those kinds of checks might, might I might be able to give you a little bit more. Mm. Um, not for <laughs> me. Not, 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 not my strong points. I, I can. Uh, I've got plus one. Well, um, I'll give it a shot. Yeah, I don't have any pluses. Ten. Good, safe middle of the road number. Fifteen. So there's a fifteen. What? What is that? Um, uh, That's an arcana. So a 15 Arcana from Burple and a 10 what from religion. Session? Religion. Okay, well. 16 from me. 
16 from Grimbold. What kind of test are you making? What kind of check uh, are you making? They're all minus one religion or I can't. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, so anything. Right. I'm going to try religion. Yeah, well, let's 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 combine your checks uh, and let me give you a little bit more information or a bit of context. So the first thing I can tell you is this reference to something called the Underforest. The Underforest, it's got lots of different names. There are there are legends that stretching beneath the earth for countless miles is a sort of uh, realm of the underdark woodland. Not so much the dark. So so there is no underdark. There is something that's called the dunge that sits underneath Evenstar. <laughs> yeah. So Evenstar is a city about three days ride uh, west of where you are. And it sits on these barrier cliffs that overlook this kind of uh, land called the this 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 region called the lands that wait. We aren't going to go into that too much, but the lands that wait are not good, and they are the the the, the things that wait or the creatures that wait, uh, or just those that wait, are is the way that the the people of Evenstar refer to the denizens of the lands that wait, and effectively we're talking about evil people. It's like a, a it was once possibly some kind of inland sea. But it's now uh, gone, and instead there is a jungle that sits at the base of these giant cliffs that Evenstar sits at the top of. Yeah, uh, riddled in through these cliffs under Evenstar is this thing called the Dunge, and it is rumored to go and its little spider tentacles of catacombs and passageways, halls, and even cities uh, spread for vast distances under the earth, under Evenstar, and out towards where you are. In parallel to this, and nearer to the surface. The legend is that there is this uh, realm. Uh, some people call it the Underforest. Some people call it uh, the Dark Timber. But it is where the worshippers of the Grey Woodsmen are meant to live. It's a dark woodland realm. Yep. So this reference to the Underforest may refer to that. Therefore, that you could therefore infer from that that Gralat Kerr is some worshipper of the Grey Woodsmen. He or she has come from the Underforest. And must be some kind of seer or prophet uh, who seems to be pulling out of somewhere visions or wisdom or information about this age of worms, the worms, the undead and all this stuff. And this is being passed to this character called the Faceless One. Uh, that's not a bad start for one decent uh -huh. arcana check. Um, other than that, I don't think that your knowledge is going to get you very far. Trying to see if there's any other kind of things that I should refer to. No, not really. Okay, so back to the magic. Um, there's yeah. a plus one ring of protection. Yes. Yeah. And what else? It's a plus one ring and it's a scroll of dispel magic. Plus one half plate. Plus one half plate. Plus one half plate. Okay, three items. Um, there's some blank scrolls. Apparently, all these scrolls that were referred to. Well, that's just the party I am, isn't it? So, who 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 wants the plus one ring? Me. 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 <laughs> Me. <laughs> Me. I have armor class 14. I need it. I have armor class 15. Is it is protection saves or... Um... Oh, that's a good point. It's just, I've got it's a ring of protection. Yes, but what is a ring of, what does a ring of protection do? Uh, isn't it armor class? Well, that's the question that Graham was asking. Ring of protection. Oh, I'm looking it up. I'm looking it up. I'm looking it up. Ring of protection. Rare. You gain plus one bonus to armor class and saving throws. Oh, okay. It's the good old-fashioned version. Okay. That sounds right, cool. So, should we roll for it? Yeah. Yeah. Are we rolling for choice? And what's the other thing? Sure, let's roll for choice. Roll for oh. choice. The three items. 
So we're rolling D100? Yeah. 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 Anybody dare make their first roll? Oh, so yeah, I will. Lucas gets oh, yeah. 89. 89. Oh, fuck. Oh, Motherfucker. Motherfucker. 43. Who hasn't rolled? 21. 21. Uh, okay. Right. Let's attack Parker. Get <laughs> So Parker, what, armor, what armor do you wear, Parker? What armor do I you don't. have? You don't. Actually, he probably needs the ring. It's probably... Yeah, it's probably right. Okay. Thank you. I will take the ring. Okay. Um, I'm second, yeah? I'll take the... So what is there? Half plate and a scroll? Half plate and the scroll of dispel magic. I'll take the half plate, obviously. Uh, who's next? Uh, me. Well, I'll take the scroll of dispel magic then. Okay. Uh, Johnny, do you want anything? There isn't anything. Um, well, was there? I suppose it's GP thing, is there? Yes. Yeah. There's the gem. 800 GP gem. I'll take that. Okay. I'll take the locked chest. The locked chest, okay. Thank you. Right. The locked chest. So look, chest. You found it in what looked like the sleeping chamber of a couple of priests. Have we not opened it? No. Nope. They tried to open it with thieves' picks and tools, but failed. How big is the chest, as of interest? Oh, it's about the size of a chest. That's really helpful. Helpful. <laughs> well, you know. What, um, a child, a child's I kinda, chest? Uh, probably a couple of feet wide. Couple of feet Male wide. Male or female? Dolly yeah, Barnes. Yeah, okay. A couple, couple of feet, feet wide by a foot high by a foot deep, let's call it that. So not, so not big enough to not big enough for to carry. Say again? Two hands to carry. Two hands to carry, yeah, you need to put it in a sack or something. Um, and it's not big enough to hold anything like a sword, for example, or any armour or anything like that. Can but I try and open it again? You most certainly can. Okay. I'm standing back. But what are you? <laughs> are you all gathered in uh, this... Uh, you're all gathered in the kind of in the kind of um, the priest's bedchamber, right? Uh, which one's that? Where we're kind of stood at the moment. In the far corner of the complex, tucked away past the room with the altar in it, and yeah, a very small ten. Have we searched one. it all? Have we you've, searched it all, Mike? Okay. Well, so in terms of searching, you've you did a you you I think you I think I'd say that you ransacked it. So you 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 scrambled through at the end of the combat. Quickly doing a search of everywhere, looking under stuff, pulling stuff to one side, detecting. And then magic. we did a long rest and we searched the whole place. Well, you, then you've done a long rest and you've read the journal and you've yeah. done your leveling up. You haven't done a fingertip search of the walls looking for secret compartments or anything like that. But we can do that during a long rest, can't we? Uh, you can do it, yeah, within reason. It's quite a big complex, but yes. Yeah, but we don't. I mean, I mean, it's not start. Not exerting ourselves. I think the rules on long rest <clears throat> is that you've got to spend about half of your time in an activity, something like that. So, yeah, you can you can spend half of your time uh, uh, reflecting uh, and recuperating and meditating, if necessary, for getting spells back. And the other half of the time, you could spend in kind of light duties, doing a quick search or a, or even an intensive search of of this complex. Yeah. Uh -huh. uh -huh. uh, okay. Uh, well, you don't find anything. Okay, I'm going to um, I'm going to try and open the chest. Okay, getting. I'm not standing. Oh, I'm standing 20. 40 feet away. An 18 that translates into a 20. Yes. Surely you get more than that. 
Have you got, aren't you proficient with these picks and tools? I am. So it's plus two. Sorry, it's an 18 that gets 22. 22. Let me have a quick look and see what that gets you. Uh, here we are. Oh, what armor do you wear? Uh, I wear... That's good enough. I wear um, studded leather. And the chest contains... Uh, no magic. You say food. You'll be delighted to hear. Yeah, I am. Uh, but it does contain... Uh, let me just check for you. Can't really find it. Oh, God, it's so annoying. Here we go. Uh, so there's 200 gold in coins. Mm -hmm. And there's a jeweled bracer. And you reckon that's worth a fair amount more money. But difficult to pin a value on it without making some kind of uh, educated check. Mm -hmm. Guess. Okay. There's a what? Sorry, there's a jeweled bracer and a what? And just 200 gold pieces in There's cash. 200 gold pieces in coins and there's a jeweled bracer. Brilliant. Party funds. Is it magical? No. And then okay. just do search the chest for secret bottoms and things. There's a, there's actually there's an actual non-secret bottom in there, just a bottom sitting oh, at the bottom, bottom of the chest. Yeah. Right no, there's bottom. no there's no false bottom or anything like that. Is it a real bottom? There's a real bottom. Okay. Real bottom. Big bottoms. Giant bottoms. Uh, yeah. Now, so you've now spent eight hours tucked away in the corner of this place. Mm -hmm. uh, you didn't, as far as I could tell, post any kind of guard. Uh, you've rested up and done your stuff. Okay, what do you want to do now? I'd like to. I'd like to redo my leveling up. <laughs> in what sense? Well, if I take medium armor proficiency, yeah, I could use the half plate, which would give okay. me, I think, another four points of armor oh. of armor class, which is fairly significant. That's that's unprecedented. I'll allow it. Yeah. Let me just check I can actually take that. Friend guide storyteller. I'm sure you can take Feet. the feet. Right, well, should we get... head over to the the main entrance hall? And there's two more doors, isn't there? Yeah. The only thing that you've not really looked at much are those scrolls. Do you have the strength? What strength do you need? I think I do, yeah. 15, you probably do. Yeah. It's just so much better. Yeah, then basically you're down to just um, the stealth disadvantage clunking around, which yes. is hardly anything. Yeah. And I, it gives me a point, moderate, moderately armoured, gives me a point of strength or dexterity as well. Can you Ooh. use spells with the armour on? I think I can, yeah. I don't think there's any, there aren't any of those rules anymore, are there? Not aware of any. Do you have divine spells or arcane spells? Arcane spells. Arcane. Okay. Why spell users not wearing armour then? You can. If you want to be a wizard that wears plate mail, you have to burn two feats, I think. Mm. You have to burn the medium armor proficiency feat. No, you have to burn three, don't you? Are you proficient in light armor as a wizard? I don't think you are. Mm. So you have, to, you have to burn load of feats. But I'm not a wizard, I'm about. Yeah, but you get my point. Yeah. yeah. So by doing, doing that, I get the strength increase. Oh, I need to put it on. Would have if I actually put it on. Uh, what does that do to me? Should we have a look at the scrolls then? I think Mike's hinting there. Yeah. yeah I wasn't so much uh, hinting as just sort of saying, well, what do you want to do? Um, they definitely radiate magic. It's something for Graham or for Hester. 
That's so much better. That makes me armor class 18. Oh. You'd think fun. that it's... Yeah. It's yeah. possessions or, or, hes, or hesty testy body. You think there's some the magical... There's a magical aura on the scrolls, and you reckon some kind of combination of... Some, something to do with an arcana check would be required. That's me. That's me, Paul. I'm the, the, the primary spell user. Um, no, I was, I was thinking about the... Um, well, I'm going to actually... make an arcana check. Might see if I can figure out what it's... Uh, yes, it's I'm really sure purple. I'm going to do the same. Yes, purple is... Natural 20. Enough. A natural 20. And what's your bonus? A natural 20. Oh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is get, not... Dan gets 19. Grimbold, come on. What do you get on your arcana check, Grimbold? Uh, no, hold up. I think that what uh, what sessions can determine is that there is some kind of magical writing on the scrolls. Mm -hmm. uh, you have to kind of hold them up to the light, peer with your with a detect magic running, which you have. Yes. Yes, I can do you it. Can, mm -hmm. You can. Yeah. So you with your detect magic running and a high arcana check you can determine that there is some kind of script on the scrolls, but somebody's going to need to... Dis but it's in some kind of cipher. Some kind don't of know that it's beyond your powers to decipher it, to, to decrypt it, uh, but you reckon it would be tough. You think it's possible, but tough. And it's just a code, or it needs kind of... Well, it's a, so it's a magical writing... Uh, invisible to the naked eye, you've managed to pick it out with a read magic. Oh, sorry, with a detect magic and uh, and a very and a decent, a really good arcana check. Now you'd need to make uh, probably some kind of investigation check to actually decipher the writing. Mm -hmm. You could give it a go, but I don't know what your investigation number is. It's quite similar to my knowledge arcana number. <laughs> you're thinking, you're thinking that that might, you, yeah, that you, you're going to need maybe need a bit of help then. Hesty. Well, I'm going to have a go with my plus one. Four. Go. Okay. Go I think. It. I think Get that since ten. Okay. Okay. Well, that's not enough. I think you. Don't, I don't think you need to make the arcana check. I think if you've got detect magic running and you can see magical auras, now that sessions points out that there is a script on the scrolls, you don't need to make that arcana check to see it. But you will need to make some kind of fairly scary investigation check, intelligence check to decipher it. Mm, okay. Well, I'm going to try that. Okay. Going to give another go. Okay. Oh yeah. Twelve. Twelve not much. is not enough. Maybe there's a scratch my head somewhere. in the journal. Theldrek, she says, his latest taunt is a scroll that he tells me contains all the answers I seek. Of course, the fool wrote it in a cipher. But potentially, there might be some way of decoding it somewhere else. Comprehend languages spell. Comprehend languages would do it. I don't have that. <laughs> Am I really going to use the kind of thing you would pick? Precious spell points. Yes, precious spells. Comprehend languages. Featherfall. You know. Useless. Very useful if you have to read the uh, instructions on a parachute um, in Russian. <laughs> well, should we anyway? Should we head over to the other doors anyway? Anybody? Having a think. I don't have. Head over this to. way. Are all those cultists dead? You have no idea. Nobody's been had any look. You left They're the doors open, so you're padding, I'm padding quietly out. Are you Grimbold? Yeah, quietly. Okay. Give me a stealth check if you want to be quiet. 
Uh, okay. The torches have burnt out. How are you seeing? Eyes. Well, <laughs> a light Eyes spell. in the dark. I'm, I'm, I'm a light spell, but I'm I'm shielding it, so it's it's producing a dim light. Okay, so you're using a light spell to kind of give you a little bit of a little bit like your phone, uh, a, a little bit of local illumination. Yep. Yeah, and uh, my stealth is 18. Okay, that's a decent roll. So you're quiet at least. Um, quiet anyway, it's a whole bit. The whole sort of cathedral chamber at the base of the elevator shaft, and all of this area was lit by torches, but those torches have gone out. There is, there is a little bit of light coming from the chamber to your north. Uh, because there's an ever-burning torch burning in there. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so that light spills out into the chamber that you're about to cross. And then you'd be heading into darkness as you walk towards back towards the elevator. There's no sound coming from down there. Right, I'm going to proceed forward. Anybody else coming? Give me a perception check. Perception is uh, minus one. Uh, so I roll a ten. You can detect the faintest kind of scent of autumnal bonfire smoke in the air, which is something that you picked up before when you looked down that corridor that leads off, the narrow corridor that leads off to the west from the elevator. That's in the air as you approach. No burning bodies. It's wood smoke, is it? Yeah, it's wood smoke. It smells like bonfires, autumn bonfires. Right. Give me a religion uh, check. Uh, I roll a seven. Okay. No, it's nothing. It's maybe something in the back of your mind that it jogs a memory of some sort this idea of bonfire smoke but it's not it's not um, joining up right uh, well I'll proceed forward anybody else following me yeah I'm I'm following you I'm always I, mean, I shouldn't really be at the front should I I'm a primary sorcerer you're you know you need, I think you'll find that I was, me. I was the primary sorcerer give me another stealth check at your primary sorcerer last time sorcerer yes I'm a primary sorcerer the cup of sorcerer um, you're going to give me another stealth check, Grimbold, and a stealth check, please, from the incredibly clumpy sessions. Um, I roll an eight, yeah, stealth, but I'm a stealth, hobbit. Stealth. Oh, yes. Stealth, my stealth is plus. And start with Grimbold. Yeah, I get 61. Obviously, that's not. Well, I rolled a. Right uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, you've rolled the wrong dice there. Ten. I rolled an eight. <laughs> an eight, okay. Yeah, you've not been super quiet, okay. Well, you're yeah. padding up towards the uh, end of the corridor where it opens out into this, this chamber. You can um, smell smoke a little bit more uh, distinctly. Can we hear anything? What can you hear? You can hear uh, not much. You can hear perhaps the sound every now and again of a kind of uh, echoing, clanking sound or a kind of slight kind of banging sound that might be the elevator in the shaft at the top just swinging in whatever under underground breezes might kind of disturb it and that will kind of reverberate down um, you can occasionally hear a kind of perhaps a sort of slosh or bubble that might be coming from that dark pool of liquid away to the south mm -hmm. uh, other than that no nothing there are no cultists. They seem to have gone. The elevator's gone. The elevator's gone. Well, I mean, the elevator is on a on a hand winch. It doesn't have a call button. You need to be on it to move it. So, so um, we've got no way out. Don't that we seem know to have. A, you don't see. Well, you don't seem to have a way out. I mean, unless you can climb. Yeah, but it's a good. I think thirty or forty feet to the ceiling for starters. Mm -hmm. And then it's a ten-foot-wide shaft, so you wouldn't even be able to brace yourselves. 
Okay, well, we'll have to cross that bridge when we get to it. If you had a bridge, that would be useful. It would. Um, the door to the north, uh, well, you don't know. But there's no light spilling down from that corridor to the north. If you remember earlier, um, that door opened while you were involved in the fight with all of the denizens of this temple. Mm -hmm. And uh, Burple kind of had a quick look at what was going on. He could see north and he could see into a room with strange columns and markings and bone white flagstones and all sorts of weirdness, which was seen to be lit by some kind of illumination. Well, that that's not there's no light coming from up there anymore so you can presume that that door is either closed or the lights are out mm -hmm. three pathways north or west north johnny which one are you going for i'm not going Let's... anywhere because i'm not the sort of person that goes at the front pool what about park we need a rogue. That's what we need at the moment. A rogue. A probe. Is <laughs> there a can't... rogue in the party? Oh. No. <laughs> Just to be clear, we've got Grimbold. <laughs> no, Grimbold is about 10 feet from the end of the corridor leading out into the main cathedral chamber. And then he's being followed up by uh, Sessions and then Parker. Yeah. Uh, where's Burple? Burple's there as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, and Burple. Cuthbert is skulking. Yeah. Right back in the main kind of well, complex. This sort of brave, you know, young chap that wanted to be at the front and all that. But that's what they do. You call for the, you know, the person at the back, the special team. Signal him forward off the bench. Well, it's, it's dark, so <laughs> I mean, how? I've got a light spell. I've got a light spell too. Okay. So you've got a little bit of light spilling away from you out into this chamber. All quiet. All right. I'm going up the front. Hello? <laughs> uh, Anyone there? Sessions. Do you want to make give, sessions? Do you want to give, now you get close enough to the main room, you can you you pick up this this smell of smoke that Grimbold has not mentioned to you yet. Um give oh, me a religion okay. check. Twenty, natural twenty again. Natural twenty, okay. Well, there we are. You know what this is. Or you can guess what this is. Um the lair the lairs of uh, followers of the Grey Woodsman tend to be uh, tend to be smoky. As I'm putting that in a really bad way, you tend to find bonfire smoke, and uh, in the lairs of the followers of the Grey Woodsman, oh. they're having a barbie, guys. Yep. Um, it's a telltale sign that you're close to one of their little nests. I'm going to I relay this information to my uh, cohorts. I'm going to sneak to the um, entrance to the main hall. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to roll a stealth check. Yeah, give me a stealth check. Oh my god! <laughs> at his absolute <laughs> finest. What do you with a, drop? With a plus seven, he rolls a total of nine, meaning he nine. rolled a two. Nine is not a catastrophic. Uh, okay, it, but you weren't particularly quiet. No. I was averagely silent. Yeah, I was averagely quiet. Anybody from... else without Parker? Let's pick up with Parker. Yes, my lady. Yeah. Do you want to do anything? Do you want to just hang back? Uh, I'm just, uh, just stay where I am at the moment. Uh, Cuthbert, you roll the, you roll a two, you get a nine. Not much happens. Uh, Parker, 
is somehow paralyzed at the back of the party. You're all creeping forward. He doesn't seem to be moving. He seems to be fiddling with something. You're not quite but sure. His eyes flickering. <laughs> yeah, he's frantically. He's on his iPhone. <laughs> he's frantically typing. He's got some kind of. He's got some kind of object that he's. He's on his all fours. He's got some sort of object on the ground, which he's got his hand cupped over, and he's sort of sweeping it around on the floor, and then he's looking at something that you can't see, and he keeps kind of tutting. Uh. Anyway. You hear and uh, the door to the north is clearly opening and you can see the sweep of light as the door opens yeah and light floods out down the corridor from the north and into this main chamber illuminating the area where the lift descends into and the pillars and so forth mm -hmm. and uh, laid out running out clearly running all the way down the corridor and from this doorway and into the room is a shadow there's light behind a figure that must be in this doorway that figure uh bulky horned uh carrying uh some kind of large weapon you know you know what cuthbert give cuthbert give me and uh, give me a perception check cuthbert and grimbold and sessions who can all see this shadow uh, no just no sorry just cuthbert and grimbold uh, 14 Oh, no, sorry. Uh, uh, oh, no, 21. Yeah, 21. I rolled is, above a 10. 21 is good for Cuthbert. Um, quite how you might communicate this to your fellows without making a noise, I'm not sure. But you recognize that this creature is holding a weapon in one hand. You can see the shadow of it. And the weapon is the same shape as... Well, it's a glaive. It's that shape you've seen everywhere else in this um, temple complex. Mm -hmm. Because the glaive and the wooden shield, or the glaive through the wooden shield, is the symbol of Banshivu. So there's That's a figure right. standing in the doorway, light behind it, casting a shadow, bulky, horned, T is a and holding what looks like a glaive. Not like tiefling horns, Grimbold. Even you can see that, even with a, your lousy... Uh, no, more uh, spiky, more... Uh, more like a devil. More or diabolical, a yeah. Ooh. And then as you notice this shadow and this light, the shadow just dissipates. Doesn't move, doesn't step away, it just goes... Invisible. He's gone invisible. He's Not invisible, no. It doesn't blink out of existence. It's like it was made out of smoke and that smoke gets blown away. And where was Gas that? Gaseous form? Ethereal? Well, that was a shadow being cast by somebody standing in the northern doorway. The door that was open before has closed oh, right, now, yeah. but now seems to have opened again. Yeah. Okay. Can right. I poke my head around the corner? Let's have a look at the door. Yeah, attached to your body, or are you just going to put it on a stick or something? Hey! <laughs> Attached to my body. Okay. Um, what can you I can see? have your body on. No. So uh, you can't see anything. Uh, what you got? Dark vision. Yes. So the room is laid out as it was. It's empty. Um, you can see light still flooding down from the corridor to the north. Your angle doesn't give you a view of the door itself or the end of that corridor. Um, and there are no figures or movement or anything. If only we had somebody who could see invisible. I can. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm going to do a false life. No shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, see invisible. See invisibility is not concentration. It just lasts an hour. So, I'm going to cast that. Okay. Not that it's necessary. It didn't sound like it went invisible, so it's probably not going to help. Help, but um, we'll cast it anyway. 
right. Um, and then I might actually go invisible myself. Okay. You Which won't know, obviously, because you've got the invisibility cast. Yeah. So for you, there'll be no difference. Let's go round then. Everybody gets a go. I get six points from my false life, by the way. Grimbo gets six points from his uh, false life. Cuthbert has popped his head round the corner and has had a look. Burple has cast... Well, he's taken a couple of actions. He's cast Detect Invisibility, and then he's cast Invisibility. So, anybody else want to do anything? Uh, Parker's at the back, fiddling with his character sheet. Burple's had a couple of actions. Sessions, you've got an action to spare, should you want to use it? No, I think at the moment I'm just going to uh, contemplate. Okay, uh, so let's go round again from the start then. Cuthbert. Cuthbert's going to move south about ten foot, but move into the room and, and kind of crawl along the wall. He... He gets a uh, stealth check. He rolls a nine, getting a thirteen. The stealth but check, yeah. But I'd, I'd also um, you can see sorry, a little bit more. That's perception that... check. But I'd a like to roll a check. Yes, a thirteen on the perception check. So I'd like to okay. see what's going on. Semi decent. Yep. I'd also like to roll um, a stealth check yep. as well, just yep. to, so I'm not going to notice. So I'm going to do that right now. <laughs> okay. I roll a one. You roll a one. Getting an eight. Comfort okay. is a drop something, I suspect, or skitter a pebble. Yeah. Or there's a twig. Sneeze. <laughs> there's sneeze. a twig. There's a twig, and there's a load of leaves and a twig that you stand on. Stub my toe and go. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Boing. There's a tin can. There's a bottle yeah. that you kick over. Anyway, whatever it is, uh, you make a noise, Cuthbert. Mm -hmm. Uh, it just seems incredibly loud in context. Yes, mm -hmm. just echoing around this space. Everybody just freezes. I'm in a cathedral. Yeah, exactly. Built, built like, to echo noise. If you skitter a pebble, it's like... I freeze. Uh, you freeze. Okay, well, there's nothing, no There's no reaction to your uh, mishap. The, uh, you can see a little bit further up the corridor to the north from the angle that you've picked as you yeah. head south. Weirdly, you open that angle up. But you can't see the door. The light is still streaming down from the north. There's nothing okay. else. What about Grimbold? Um, I'm going to move to the corner there. Yeah, so you're moving up to the corner and of the room. And then I'm going to... Do I want to fire off all my spells? That's the thing. Do you want to try and be quiet, or are you not bothering anymore? No, I'm not going to bother. Fine. I'm moving up to there, readying an action to cast... Oh, no, I don't want to do that, because I have to actually cast a spell, don't I? No, I'll just, I'll just stay there. Okay, Sessions? Yeah, I think Sessions... I'm going to go wandering back this way. <laughs> <laughs> Towards the no no I have a, I have a I have a plan <coughs> okay uh, the these chambers where there were a lot of the cultists um, mm. hold up I'm yeah. looking to see if they left any of their garb behind oh um, yeah okay I get you yeah um, there's light in that chamber up to the north as you walk okay. back into the complex as well so you can see there's a it's a there's a strange there's an idol to ban Shivu standing on a packing crate in the middle of the room. Surrounded by assorted bits and bobs. Yes, I think it's reasonable to say that there is uh, a, there are a couple of sets of robes. Okay, it I'm might be a bit big on you. You might look again like you've hit the dressing up box as a five year old. He looks like ET. Yes. <laughs> Listen, yeah, exactly. I will haul up the um, the gowns. Yeah, as best I can. Then I'm going to yeah. don one. So. Okay, gotcha. Um, purple. Purple is going to do an invisibility on himself and move oh, yeah. 
to there. So moving up to the entrance to the main cathedral chamber. Parker? Behind Grimbold, yeah. I think I'll follow sessions and do the same. Okay, well you can find you can pick up the other set of robes in the sort of store chamber, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um okay, and let's go back to Cuthbert again. What do you want to do, Cuthbert? There's nothing happening here. I mean there's no noise, there's no anything. I think what Cuthbert is going to do is he's going to head west. So across the room. He's going to go across the room. Towards the other narrow passageway leading away towards yeah. the bonfire smoke. Yeah. And he's going to look down the passageway. Okay, so um, it's really quite smoky when you get to there. Can As I roll a perception check? It's like you're standing, if you've ever walked down a road past the sides or the backs of gardens where people have been having a bonfire and you walk quite close it's quite like that now yes yeah um give me a perception check i'll give you a perception check i roll i roll a 13 getting total of 17 yeah well that's that's perfectly decent and you notice as you peer down that narrow corridor so this little narrow corridor heads off to the west ends in a kind of uh weird white door made of something like bone or ivory yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are no symbols or anything anywhere, but scattered around in front of the door and uh, incre- with increasingly less or increasingly lower frequency as it gets towards you are dried autumn leaves. Mm. Give me a religion check. <laughs> well, I'm just saying that you're going to make it. Just roll the dice. All right, well, I'm going to do that. Or just uh, a straight in- is it straight is it is religion intelligence or wisdom? Okay. I get a seventeen. I get a seventeen. I rolled an eight. I roll an eighteen. I get a seventeen. Yeah, something in the back. So Cuthbert was paying attention at school that day. Uh, again, it's the grey woodsman. It's a it's a key signifier of the lair of the followers of the grey woodsman. The silence in the forest. The mad axeman and the feller of souls uh, are autumn leaves just out of context, scattered from nowhere. This It's a bit Scandi-Noir, isn't it? Yeah, you need a torch and, a, and a, an automatic pistol. Cross your hand with a torch, hold the torch like a sword grip mm-hmm. with the beam facing down, then flip it, rest it over the top of your other wrist as you push the, point the pistol down the corridor. Yeah. <laughs> then you need an absurdly enormous jumper. <laughs> uh, yeah, and a sou'wester. <laughs> And the horizon is always yeah. vast. And lots of shots of cars driving at night uh, from above. Yeah. And it's just grim and grey. Yeah. And miserable. Grimbold? I am moving over to Parker and I'm going to grab a couple. i grab a robe. Um, run out of robes. There were a couple of pairs of robes. So you... Sc- uh, also, how would you know? Um... <laughs> Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I know. Yes. All right. Okay. I'm. I'm going this way then. I'm going into the room. Yep. To the base of the elevator. It's got a wall. Give me a perception check. I'm rolling a perception check, which is uh, 17. Uh huh. Okay. And do I notice anything? No. And. (laughs) What else should I do? I'm going to do a can trip because it's yeah. free. I'm going to do a poison spray. Yeah. Um, no, I have to be able to see it. it doesn't matter. 
Okay, so that's what you're doing. So you're tucked up, hunkered away around by the kind of little wooden framework that sits around the elevator at the bottom. Yeah, because I'm a hobbit, I can actually... Um, I'm naturally stealthy, which Yeah, means give me a stealth check. Uh, I can hide, even when I'm obscured by... Well, I know you I know you can, but you still need to make a stealth check. Okay, so plus three on this, or 20. Okay, very good. So you're, uh, you've become virtually invisible, a tiny figure hunkered up in the shadows next to the yeah. old elevator. Burple? So that door is closed, right? Which door? The one at the north. No. No. The door no. opened. You heard it go, that's where you saw the shadow being thrown from. And light okay. is spilling down the corridor from the north. Okay, well, I'm going to move up to there. So you're moving up to the Stealthily. northern the northern end of this Two, cathedral chamber, just tucked three, around the four. corner from this door. Do really do Actually, do I, really can't, do I can't get that far, so I'm going to go to there. Cuthbert's looking at Burple and he's like, what the fuck are you doing? So can you just, Bonds, can you just describe what Burple did okay. in terms of somebody who couldn't see the... Yes. Okay, so I'm going to emerge from the corridor from which I yeah. am standing, go yeah. round the wall, uh, yeah. the east wall, up to yeah. the north wall, and uh, and take up a position. I'm moving stealthily, and don't forget, I'm invisible. So you're heading up towards that northern passage where the door has just opened, and you saw the shadow. Correct. Correct. Got it. But I'm and you're hiding. invisible. I'm Give invisible. me a stealth check. Uh, stealth check. Getting a fourteen. Okay, it's a I decent stealth check. Advantage, aren't you? Uh, do I? I thought it was at minus one. No, What's the disadvantage? From what? From what? Oh, from the disadvantage. It is disadvantage. Roll again. Okay, so I will roll again, cock bastard. <laughs> Getting an eight. <laughs> Clang. <laughs> I'll bump into the pillar. <laughs> Don't. Oh, so shit. Brilliant, yeah. Is that you, Bang Bobo? What are you doing? <laughs> oh, bollocks. Um, okay, uh, what about the uh, disguise twins down here? Oh, well, now that we're disguised, I think yeah. we'll head back round. Yeah. Okay. So, um, what are we doing? 30, 30, 30. Looking yeah, like cultists. There's a couple of cultists Avenged. down here we didn't get rid of. <laughs> looking as much like right. cultists <laughs> as you can manage. Yeah. Looking okay. like... Kind of move, move to round there. Yeah, oh, got move, it. Move, move, yeah, right, yeah. yeah. So round two. Same. Yeah, there we go. You're not trying to be so quiet we... because you're, you're cultists of Banshivu. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, fine. Papers, please. Yeah. Uh, good luck. Oh, thank you very much. So, Banshee. Wow, what a yeah, man, well, eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a guy. What a geek. What a geek. What a guy, Banshee, Queen Marshal of the Howling Horde is. <laughs> yeah. Really been paying attention there. Great. I love his great. Where did everyone else work. go? I love his work. The Queen, I love his work. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, that's <laughs> mildly hopeless. Um, let's go back to Cuthbert, uh, intrepid Cuthbert. Have we got oh no, sorry, Burple. I'm, I'm very sorry to. Yes. Well, very sorry I thought to maybe we could try and walk up through the door. Burple, I didn't give you the opportunity to make a perception yeah. check, which I should have done. Let's, let's give it a go. Oh, yeah, okay, perception check. Okay. Yeah. Um, we can't be any less subtle still... than these other guys. No. Okay, so perception check uh, <laughs> goes like this. It's perception. Getting a four. <laughs> 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 you can barely see your hand in front of you. I can I can't see invisible though. 
Yeah, you can yeah. see invisible as long as it's really obvious. <laughs> as long as it's got a big fl yeah. flashing neon need, arrow on its head. Needn't have bothered with the invisibility because yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Just clang up there, and basically yeah. that, the I, reason I, I bumped blind. into the pillar is I've got my eyes closed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm <am> blind. <laughs> okay, that is. Uh, let's go back to Cuthbert. What do you want to do, Cuthbert? Cuthbert is going to now. I'm looking at, I'm looking at Burple. Hmm. Is Burple no, you're looking? Because I'm invisible. Oh my god! I'm not looking at Burple. All right. I image made an awful lot of noise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your head whips round, Cuthbert, when you hear the clang from the north. You're not quite sure what made that noise. Oh god! It's that idiot. You look behind you to see oh. Grimbold, but his stealth check is so fantastic that you can't see Grimbold either. And then the only thing you can see is a couple of these cultists coming up behind you. <laughs> Hang, ah, on, I did, hang on, my stealth check I got an 8, just to, just to be clear. It's not like a, yeah. a nailed-on yeah. fail. Yeah, but we're having fun with you. Yeah, it's like, saying, you know. it's like an 8-year-old with a bag of bells. Yeah, it's like an 8-year-old with a bag of bells. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think I'm going to use that more often. I'm going to try that tomorrow. I'm going to try it tomorrow as well. In, in meetings. <laughs> in meetings. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that idea is like an 8-year-old with a bag of bells. <laughs> <laughs> it has. It's a very. It's a very versatile phrase, isn't it? You can yeah, use yeah, yeah. lots of different circumstances. <laughs> right, Cuthbert, what are you doing? Cuthbert's going to go around the corner, and you're heading. You're padding uh, west towards this door. I'm padding west towards this doorway. Yeah, excellent. And I'm going to roll another stealth, stealth check. check. Yeah. Rolling a oh, eighteen on the dice for a twenty-five. Yes. Silent as a ghost. Yeah. And I'm going to come up to the door and roll yeah. a perception check. Okay. Rolling a 15 for a 19 on perception on the door to listen. Uh, to listen at the door. So you're pressing your ear up against it? Yes. You can hear distant screams, uh, the occasional kind of skitter, an echoey skitter of something like pebbles falling or rattling around in kind of spaces uh mm -hmm. that's what you can hear um and there's a door in front of you it's uh there's a keyhole oh do i have an opportunity to look through the keyhole as well uh yeah why not you're gonna look through the keyhole i'm gonna look through the keyhole do you want a perception check uh no there's no need you can see through the keyhole uh you can't see much because there's too much smoke so but you think you're looking into a kind of tight, like a tunnel as tight as a throat. A little tunnel that looks like it's gaining, meandering away from you and down. Uh, you can see a little bit of wall and a little bit of floor as it sort of turns away from you and you can't see very far. Okay. And it's dark, obviously, but you've got dark vision. But also it's much more smoky past the keyhole than it is out here in the corridor. Okay. I think that'll do for you. I think that'll do for me. Didn't it? Who picked up the key? Me. Okay, well, there we are. Um, I might go back and check that. Let's go back to Grimbold. Just staying where I am. I'm. Yes, that's it. So you're hunkered down by the lift. You're not I'll moving. I'll make a perception check. If yeah, make a perception check. So I make that, and it's. Uh, and, uh, tw 18. Okay. No, nothing. My go fast and efficient. Um, let's pick up with Burple. 
I'll poke my head around. I'll, I'll move up stealthily, poke my head around the corner, have a look. Okay, so the door is open as you uh, as you expected because okay. you saw the light flood and you heard the door open and you can look up and you can see uh, up the corridor and into a chamber. Now, you've looked into that chamber before, but I'll just refresh your memory as to what you can see. You're looking into a chamber with some columns. Um, I'm reading the wrong thing. <laughs> just looking at it, I was thinking, God, I've got this horribly wrong. But no, I'm reading the wrong thing. Thank God for that. Okay. Um, so you're looking into, you're looking side on into a passageway, uh, Burple. Yep. Mm -hmm. You can see uh, that off to the left and ahead of you, there might be a kind of kink in the doorway heading off further to the north. Otherwise, there's a, a wall running across what you can see about 10 feet away from the doorway. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you can see uh, a marble, a slender marble column standing just inside the door. Um, and that column has got a strange pattern of kind of wispy green veins that sort of writhe and undulate in the stone. So they're always in motion. A floor is uh, tiled in sort of square bone white tiles about a foot across. And the wall that you can see opposite you is uh, dull gray marble, but it's covered in sort of weird uh, circular bulges, strange circular bulges in a sort of not not in a pattern, irregular, basically it's organic, the creep, basically the creepiest thing you can imagine. Yeah, and what's yeah. Paul doing, by the way? His, Paul is Paul is smoke. You heard, you mentioned Cuthbert has headed west down the other corridor, the corridor that you've not really looked at yet. Yeah, and that corridor ends in a door to which he thinks he might have the key because the key you found on the table or the key you found in the effects of Feldrick in her chamber has a symbol of the grey woodsman on the uh, key fob what is it no what is it what is the brown bit of a key called the bit that you hold anybody know I bet you it's got a name anyway that key bears the symbol of the grey woodsman so yeah. you're confident perhaps that Cuthbert might be able to get through that door okay uh, yeah Give me another perception check. Fifteen. Okay. Um, and let's pick up with Parker and Sessions. I hang on, all I did was move five feet. It's a I'm, I'm so sorry. Yes, what do you want, else do you want to do? Well, I want to start sneaky, sneaky up the corridor. Two, three, four, five, six. So potentially I can move to there, but I want to... Well, okay. okay. Yep. So if I go, I'll, I'll move to there first and... Well, from there, you can kind of so so when if you step about if you stop about in the doorway, uh -huh. you can't see much more. Uh, give me a perception check, another perception check. Another fifteen. You can hear uh, probably at some distance from you, perhaps reverberating around from rooms distant, the perhaps the sound of uh, the soft sound of shoes against stone, maybe. Yeah. What sort of dancey kind of sound? No, no, or? no, no. Perhaps the sound of something not trying to make an enormous. Oh, I don't know how to put this. Something moving around quietly at a distance from you, but not. You're not directly listening to it. It might be echoing down. Difficult. To, if you step a little bit further forward, mm -hmm. you can see that this chamber that you're looking in opens up, uh, and I will reveal it to you. Um, you're looking into a chamber that extends off to your right so off to the east it's dotted with pillars all running all the way down the floor and the walls are as i described so the walls are gray marble with these strange regular circular bulges on 
the columns have got these writhing green uh, kind of tracery or network of like veins moving in them and the floor is one foot square tiles of bone white marble and then there's a door to your north and uh, to the north west of you yes mm-hmm. uh, but this cor- but effectively you're looking into the side of a corridor which extends off to your right and then turns a corner north and it's from round that corner that you can hear the sound of perhaps uh, the soft sound of, uh, of boot leather against stone okay I'm going to make a stealth check while I do that move uh, hopefully it will know that I'm wearing armor and will do it at disadvantage not like a six is it going to be any worse let's <laughs> find out stealthy I'm not no so six okay um purple you yes. make a slight noise yes I'm just going to make a quick check just making a couple of rolls here yeah okay um, purple, purple, purple. You get a lightning ball up. Yes. Feel the hairs on the back of your neck go up. Oh, There's something you've got. This no. Give me an insight check, or give me a straight wisdom check. Uh, straight. Can I do insight instead? Yeah. I don't know if it's particularly relevant, but I'm prepared to. Uh... Fifteen. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Burple, something wicked this way comes, Burple. From by the pricking of your thumbs. Yes, from any particular direction. This way comes. Well, well, let's let's talk about directions in a second. Let's talk about directions once we've had initiative. Let's start with Burple. What'd you get? God's sake, already. Already, Burple. Already. 17. 17 for Burple. What about Grimbold? I can't see anything, right? Well, we'll come back to that in a second. Let's just twelve get the for Grimbold. Twelve for Grimbold. Uh, what about Cuthbert? Cuthbert rolls a ten, gets a thirteen. Thirteen for Cuthbert. Okay, and then uh, dressed as cultists at the back, bringing up the rear uh, sessions. Thirteen. Six. Oh, sorry. Six for sessions. Thank you, Johnny, for that strange intervention. And Parker. <laughs> a 19 plus 2. 21. Okay. 21. And by the way, the name for the top of the key is a bow. I just Googled it. Okay. So the bow of the key has got a uh, carving of the symbol of the Grey Woodsman, which is, a, which is an axe uh, embedded in the top of a tree stump. Okay. So there's a couple of things that are going to happen, and then Parker's going to get a go. First thing that happens is that behind Parker and Sessions, something comes into being. <laughs> oh, <laughs> love that phrase. Right. Gotta love that phrase. Sneaking around in the back. A pincer movement. Um, pincer's a good word, actually. There is a large uh, creature. Large? Uh, when I say large, I mean it's medium in terms of size mm-hmm. uh, it is uh, it has horns mm-hmm. um, it has a what seems like some awful prehensile barbed beard oh, okay. and it's holding a glaive um, uh, it's that? got dark purple skin and coal black eyes it's a devil a demon uh, isn't it? Uh, well, you're not sure but it materialises um, Be- but a bearded devil, a barbed devil. Bearded, I think he said. Yeah. 
But that's all it can do. Yep. Teleport, go invisible, can't remember what else to do. You're not quite sure, it just seems to sort of... But yeah, materialize is the best word I can think of for it. Yep. Gate. Mm, didn't Teleport. kind of pop into existence. Anyway, I mean, you can't see this, but it didn't pop into existence. It more, it just sort of coalesced. Coalesced. Coalesced is a good word. Uh, talking of things coalescing. Gaseous form. Burple. Yeah. Something comes zooming up to you. It comes through the wall, which is never a good sign. <laughs> is it? I mean, it's just never. No. Never, never. No. It's and it can see me, can it? Drawn by your life energy. No, you don't know that it can see you. Uh, so it will be. Uh, it might be taking a guess as to where you are or may be. Yep. Mm-hmm. It looks like it's made out of a sort of coalescence of smoke mm-hmm. and rags. I mean, there is the suggestion of a humanoid figure in there. You've heard of things called spectres, and you'll have heard tale or legends of these kind of foul, undead spirits that can move through walls. This is not what you were expecting spectre to look like. It seems to be too physical. Even though it's just come through the wall, it's too physical. It's made out of swathes of sort of smoky material and just pure darkness kind of uh, kind of wrought into a figure. And it babbles crazily at you. And we'll pick it up next time. Oh. <laughs> See, I get all I get all, you know, brave and just end up nearly dead. Or possibly even actually dead. No. You got your new armor class. Got my new armor class. And I'm the Billowing Hilltop podcast is a Billowing Hilltop production. Dungeons and Dragons is a trademark of Wizards of the Coast. The Three Faces of Evil and Age of Worms are copyright Paizo. Music is from Kevin McLeod and Incompetech.com and is used with thanks under the Creative Commons license. Additional music and sound effects come from the wonderful Sirenscape. All other original material is copyright Billowing Hilltop. Role-playing games are all about getting people together and we use Roll20 as our tabletop, the perfect place to host your game and Discord to host our chat. Thanks for listening.